Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Speaking on topics that'll change your life. Talking about the word of the Lord. He'll make it all right. If you've been redeemed. And if you really love him, say so. Join in and show us on your heart. Pass the mic with a pass the mic. Welcome to Pastor Mike with Pastor Mike. I'm your host, Pastor Mike, and my lovely co-host, Lady J, your church mother. Hey, everybody. This is Lady J. And my main man, Elder J. Watson. What's going on, everybody? Mr. Barry White himself. And we have another guest with us tonight. This is Elder Watson's beautiful wife. This is evangelist, prophetess, missionary, why are you playing Derek all day? Derrick Watson. Say hello to the people. Hello, everybody. How are you? You are listening to Pastor Mike with Pastor Mike. And today's topic is a really good one. Today's topic is dealing with church hurt. The, no, I'm sorry. The difference between church hurt and correction. My Lord. What's the difference between church hurt and correction. Listen, our uh, our show is now live on Facebook every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Share the video. Please go and like the Pastor Mike with Pastor Mike page. Please go and like it. Share this video. Um, last week, the video got taken down by Facebook. Because I was so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was sorry. I went to go so look. I'm like, sorry. what happened to the show? Yeah, they took it down because I was playing a Fred Hammond song. Yeah. In the beginning, and that's a copyright issue. So right. I couldn't post it. So I had to take it down. So this well, they week, took it down. Yeah, they took it down. Well, be happy, man of God, because you know Fred could have called you like uh <laughs> need that you money. May. <laughs> Fred would have called me, I'd be like, Fred, come sing at my church. <laughs> come sing at my church. So uh so this week I didn't. That's why I didn't play any music um, this week because I want my videos to be put up and to stay up. All right. So this week we're talking about. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So we, we, our show is going live every Tuesday at eight o'clock. Um, share the video. Go like the page. Um, you can follow us on. You can follow the page on uh, Facebook at Pass the Mike. W four slash Pastor Mike. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook. Simply just Michael Johnson. Um, you can follow us um, on BlogTalkRadio.com. Uh, we still use that simply just so that it can um, so it can upload to iTunes and Google Play. Um, so yes, also go to iTunes, go to Google Play, and download 
the podcast. We are definitely on iTunes and um, Google Play. Um, so thank you again for listening. Thank you for watching um, the show. Our trending topics. Oh. About to talk about 45? About to talk about 45. <laughs> we ain't talking about the gun. We about to talk about 45. Well, he All has right. like a gun. So 45 has this, um, what they call in Trump care. Right. And um, it's, uh, to be honest, it's horrible. <laughs> like I was reading up on some of the stuff um, earlier and I'll bring some of it online right right now on the screen right now. Um, some of the stuff that he that he's offering is horrible. Like he's raising the price of just about everything. And it says just about um I was reading something earlier and they said about um two two and a half million people um will be without health care if this um you know if this bill passes. This is sad. Like that's so hard. I wonder if that's why, and it's crazy because um, so some people know I work at Temple, and they just built a health center inside the hospital. It's kind of weird, and it's like regardless of your insurance, it's like an actual health center. They built it in the hospital. I wonder if they did that because of this thing that's going on as far as Trump care. Like just, I guess, you know, just to be proactive because a lot of people are going to go without insurance now. So the health center is actually inside the hospital and you don't have to, you can, you don't have to have any insurance to go there. It's, it was kind of weird that they actually did that, but it kind of makes sense if they did it to be proactive, you know, in terms of this bill right here. Um, they could have done it for that. Um, but there's another step that um, needs to go forth before the f- bill itself takes uh full effect um and it's saying it got to go through the senate and most people are saying that that's where it's going to die at because even a lot of the senates um don't agree with the way the package uh is currently written right and um like you were saying i, I also read that um under this new trump care pregnancy could be 425 percent more expensive that's ridiculous so did you say 425 percent like, more expensive. But here's the thing. You know what this reminds me of? Oh, my gosh. It's like they're trying to keep us from reproducing. I was just about to say that. Mm. I don't think it's so much that they're trying to keep people from reproducing as much as they're trying to keep you from being dependent on the government. On the government. Um, so it's almost like they want to take it back to the old ways of how no matter how many kids you had, you made a way. You know, to to make sure your kid had what they needed. But things or, have changed and things cost more now. Right. Yeah, the cost so of that, living is that's, way much more. Inflation. And that's, the, that's the other thing that kind of um, just, you know, it makes me think about a lot that goes on because, you know, growing up, you had that luxury of being able to have a job that will allow you to um, fit the cost of the bill. Now it's uh, it's totally different. Now shoes cost more. Things cost more. Everything costs so much more. So it's like where back then you would be able to provide for your child. Now minimum wage is where a lot of jobs are starting from. 
and even though they up the cost of minimum wage, it still doesn't suit the fact that children are still um, you have to pay for you have to pay for um, sewage now and all that kind of stuff. So it's just it's just really weird. And I think that they're also just wanting us again to be depending on the government, but also they're trying to stop us from you know just being able to know exactly who we are as people too. They try right. to drug us up with so many medicines and stuff like that. Everything is a quick fix. Right. Everything is always a quick fix. You know, it's like, oh, if you take this medicine, then it'll help. If you take that medicine, then it'll help. But it's not necessarily that it'll help. It's a medicine that causes something else. So it's almost like taking your car to a mechanic that is very, um, that doesn't really know how to make fixed cars. He just knows how to break stuff, more things. You right. know what I mean? Right. So. Somebody can't hear? It's my mom. Hi, mommy. Hi. Yeah. Let um, me know, guys, in the comments if you can hear us. Can't hear. Uh, was it just that comment or you guys can't hear us at all hopefully y'all can hear us now please let us know alright so um, so the second thing that I wanted to talk about is um, there's a rumor of President 45 mm-hmm. um, you don't get no name <laughs> Okay, they say as long as we speak into the mic, they can hear us. Okay, okay so they couldn't hear um, the evangelist, prophetess, missionary. All right, so there's a rumor that um, President Trump um, might be getting impeached. Um, Come on here, rumor. <laughs> <laughs> and Make what, that up. Here's what happened. All right, it says a major U.S. city ha- has passed a resolution calling on Congress to investigate if any of Donald Trump's actions warrant impeachment. Um, Los Angeles Council member Bob Blumenfeld superheaded, um, uh, spearheaded the move, which the council backed by 10 votes to zero. That means everybody, <laughs> everybody <laughs> in, in Los Angeles <laughs> want this dude out of here. Well, it's not, only, it's not just Los Angeles. I believe it's everywhere. But you got to also understand, if you really pay attention to the news and the different things that he has been linked to, um, more so Russia, every person that speaks against him about Russia, he fires. Mm. Which almost tells you that there's something there that he's trying to cover up. Because, I mean, everybody who... He hired or that spoke against him right. about this Russia thing and the whole election thing. Right. He has fired. It's sad. It's really sad. And this is this is our president. No, no, no. Hey, my president. <laughs> oh, oh, he's your president. This is definitely your president. All right. So let's get to our topic for this yes. evening. Let's get to our topic for this evening. Let's do this. We're talking about um, church hurt, um, and a lot of people, um, a lot of people have experienced uh, church hurt, and some people have experienced church hurt, and it wasn't actually church hurt. It was actually, you know, the pastor being stern on them, you okay. know, and trying to correct them and lead them in the right way. Right. And however, you know, because maybe they, um, you know, didn't want to be corrected mm-hmm. or, you know, wanted to continue to do what they wanted to do, you know, they labeled it as church hurt. Church hurt. Right. And so 
this is something that I really, really wanted to uh, talk about because, you know, we get this a lot. And now I'm not I'm not discrediting because a lot of people have experienced church, church hurt. hurt. Right. I mean, you a lot of people really, really have experienced church hurt, you know, due to um, um, bad leadership. Right. You know, due to bad workers in the church. Absolutely. You know, because sometimes it's not the leadership. You know, people can come in and say, you know, I love my pastor, but the people that's working with him is something got to give. Well, wouldn't that still fall under leadership? It may not be the top of the leadership, but that's still a form of leadership um, because uh, the the leader puts someone in in this position to govern whatever you know part um, that they decided to give them to govern. And yes, the overall leader may be. Um, let's just say, for instance, Yah is the ultimate, right? Right. But there are a lot of people he have allowed to be in positions that have over uh, abused their authority or whatever um, they felt like Yah gave them, right, to lord over his people. Right. right. So it doesn't mean that um, Yah is bad. It just means that the people that he allowed to be put in those places have um, usurped their authority and now they're weighing on the people and now the people are feeling church hurt because of bad the bad leadership through them but not through the almighty right now uh and i I definitely understand what you're saying because you know you can have you know people that that was placed in positions by you know the leader by the pastor right you know the bishop or whoever you know and but then i'm talking uh more so of people that just like the usher at the door the greeter Mm -hmm. you know Every time I walk through the doors, she, <laughs> she have a seat over there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, because she had a bad day. Right. So, I, and I, I don't understand why this person don't like me. You know, what is it? You know, and it, and sometimes, you know, people take that and if they're not in a place where, you know, they can just look over that or, you know, just, you know, all right, you know, that's how she's going to be, then oh well, I'm not going to allow that to affect me. So some people that's not in that place that can damage them and then you notice their attendance start dropping. You know, you well, I haven't seen you in a while. Well, you know, I I'm just I'm going through some stuff. You know, so it it's not just, you know, leadership, leadership, but it's also workers. You know, people that's there that's also just helping, you know, that can damage people. Go ahead. Um I believe also that um, it's 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 a long strength of like a lot of stuff that goes on in the church, because we also have to remember that church is still a hospital and people are coming to be healed. And there are people that are still working on themselves. Right. But the problem is that the church has become so emotional to the fact that now because you looked at me a certain type of way, you know, now I got to feel some type of way or whatever the case may be. It's like we don't we don't go for Christ. We go for the people. We go to socialize. We be, we go to, you know, become a part of a clique. Some of us go in there to really, oh, I know my friend going to be there, so I'm going to just go. Mm-hmm. You know, how many times do we go and say, Lord, I want to experience you. I right. want to experience an experience that I've never felt before. We got to get off of the who likes who and who doesn't like who, mm-hmm. because that becomes a thing where the problem is that the sin is being stirred up. We got to re- remember that people are coming to the church to be healed, not just to be there to socialize. And a lot of us that are, that really don't care about salvation, we're there and we're staring it up. 
That's right. all it is. We're stirring up a bunch of stuff that is allowing us to become so emotional that when I'm no longer a part of the clique, now I feel like you're talking about me. Right. Now I feel like you're talking about my situation. And now that you know you get a chance to preach, now you're going to be telling my situation across the pulpit. Right. Because now it's easier for you to understand my standpoint because I was your friend at once. Mm-hmm. So if I'm talking to my pastor behind closed doors and we are putting people in um, roles that have not yet been delivered. And that's the other thing, too. That's good. That is that is we allowing y'all to play the organs. We allowing y'all to play drums and all that kind of stuff and the music and everything of the sort. And now all of those things are pouring out on the instruments. All Mm -hmm. of those all of those things are coming through the microphones. We got to understand this is a spiritual battle. So there is no emotion in the spiritual battle. It's a fight. Right. Period. And some of us don't want to fight. Right. You about to say something, lady? Hmm. Um, I would. That was just so good. Like I was just soaking it up. I was processing what she just said. That was good. Um. It 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 it's it's kind of it's difficult because when you're dealing with church hurt, right? It's hard to. I'm not gonna say it's hard, but I'm saying it's it, it's a thin line. When you're dealing with, you know, people that I'm just stuck in my ways and, you know, I, I just want to just come to church just because I'm obligated, just because it's the Sabbath or it's Sunday, you know, whatever, you know, I just want to just show up. But as long as you don't start preaching <laughs> on what I'm dealing yes. with, yes. you know, and don't start, um, um, you know, teaching and, and, and talking about the things that I'm doing, you know, then I'm okay. And sometimes, you know, when I was growing up, I'm going to go back because when I was growing up, um, people literally um, hated when prophets came. When you heard oh, that a prophet was coming I used to the to church, run and hide. Yes. <laughs> you wasn't excited. That was that's, that's when the real prophets came. Exactly. You're right. You was not excited at all. When you heard prophet so-and-so was coming. Skipping church. Um, yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. I, you know the way, right? The way, the way my headache is set up right now. Like, I don't think I'm going to be there. Well, I didn't even come to church that day. Okay, who Sunday? Who's coming? Oh, I'm going right. to come in the morning service. Okay, it, it got so bad, so they wouldn't even tell who's the preacher for that Sunday. Right, <laughs> they right, would just say they know people would not show <laughs> exactly. Up. Right. But see, but now we're living in a time where they say, you know, prophet so and so is coming to town. Oh, I'm going. Right. Because mm-hmm. I want, I want him to prophesy to me. I need a word. No, I need a car. Right, I right. I oh, need a car. I need, I need a house. house. I need a husband. I need a wife. I need that check in three days. Right. Sorry. And so it's it's no longer and the problem. I. This is me. This is my opinion. I understand. This is my opinion. I believe that majority of the problem is that there's no more reverence. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe that you know there's no more reverence. Because if there was, you know, reverence, then it would be okay. God, I want you to rebuke me. All right, let me jump in right there. Um, I agree that there's a lack of reverence. Um, however, I believe that ministry or leaders have allowed it to become that lack of reverence. And I, what I mean by that is you... You have for every one leader that is trying to hold up the standard and um, do what the Almighty has called them to do, there may be nine other others that are using um, what you gave them 
to hurt you right um or to to you know hang things over your head to make you you know stay in a position or a place that they deem you to be in because they know or they may see the potential that the almighty has um in you and that they may be a little intimidated so they might use that to keep you stagnant or you know when they feel like you've done something to wrong them now they're you know airing your business over the uh pulpit um but trying to attach the Lord's name to it and saying that uh, the Lord told me to say no, you didn't. Right? No, that, that was you. Because the, today you're you're angry at me for you know whatever reason, and I believe that's where a lot of church come, hurt come from because the leaders, like I said, for every one, there's nine others who are really gun ho on hurting the saints when the saints when they feel like the saints got out of line. Or I think sorry. Like it, it, it's it's a thin line right there because right, right. I'm just talking. I'm going to talk from me and Pastor Mike. Um, if we know, if we have a small church, so we know everyone, right. and we happen to know what they're dealing with, what they're going through. But if the Lord drops in my spirit to talk about something and it's along the lines of what you're dealing with, it's not that I'm coming at you. I'm putting it out there that this is what the Lord gave me. Right, now right. I can remember a prophet. I mean, blasted me. Oh, like it was bad. Like she blasted me so bad. I wanted to run up underneath the, the, the pew and just hide. I never once got mad at that lady. Right. I did not right. get mad. I, right. t- I I checked myself, but like right. like like Dev was saying, like there's a different type of group of people we dealing with now, and it's emotional, and it's like because I had a relationship with God and I wasn't doing right, I didn't say nothing to her. I didn't get an attitude. I didn't roll my eyes. I didn't say I was never going to talk to her. Who was she to blast me like that? Openly rebuke me. The Bible says openly rebuke so that others may fear. But we got this new attitude where nobody need to know my business. Well, if you didn't want them in your business, then you shouldn't have did it in front of God. I, I agree. Wait, can I just respond to that? Go ahead. I agree, right? Did you know the lady? Not like that. Okay. Somewhat. No, the reason why I'm asking. Not, not I, like somewhat. I did know her, but not like, like not, personal. Right. Personal. That, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's 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 the <laughs> difference, right? If 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 an outside all right, so if an outside uh prophet comes, right, and they speak a word, yes, your feelings can be hurt, but if you know without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't said nothing to this person. You're more open, right, to receiving um, what they're saying because you know, I didn't speak to this person. I don't really have that type of relationship with this person. Right. This is the Almighty speaking, right? Then there's other instances where I openly had a, I'll use me and you for example, I openly had a, a conversation with you about personal things. Now, I'm not saying that the Almighty can't. Use right, that moment, you understand what I'm saying? But for the average person, I don't. I, they're not going to find it a, a coincidence that, if, especially if me and you just had an argument, that now all of a sudden you're you're speaking on something that I personally share with you, and and I mean to the point where you're hitting everything on the notes. It's one thing to hit some points, and you like, mm, okay, I, I see where the Lord going with this, but when you purposely just Spewing out everything that I, you know, I told you in confidence. That's where the hurt I believe comes from because a lot of leaderships are doing that. Not to people that's just visiting. I mean, from people that's there every day, and that's hurting them because 
what is what are you trying to gain behind it? So yes, it is a, a thin line because I am supposed to correct you if I see that you're going astray. Right. But at what point does it become a personal attack versus a spiritual guiding? And that's that's that's, a good that's the thin line. Yeah, that's, that's the thin the line thin because line. I was good. just getting ready to say, um, what if for for that reason, you know, the Almighty will allow me to use the situation that the dialogue that you and I had, right? You know, and to br- uh, bring it out, preach about it, teach about it, whatever, mm-hmm. right? But it's not to hurt you, but to help somebody else. Agreed. I I, I understand that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. There's, you know, <laughs> y'all can do that. He okay. can say, you know what? I want you to use this situation because not only can it help somebody else, it can help, it can help me, it can help you, it can help, you know, um, it can help a lot of people. You know, and you don't even have to use names. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can say, you know, there was a dialogue going on. They don't even have to know it was you involved. True. So sometimes y'all can use that dialogue to help other people. Because what we have to understand is that our life is not our own. Our life is not our own. So what we have to understand is that what we experience is to help somebody else. What we deal with, what we struggle with, it's to help somebody else. Because we can see somebody going down that road. Listen, I don't want you to go down there. And, and I would say one of the problems with this generation of church is that everybody's want to lead, but don't nobody want to be led. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, I can remember an instance where I said something to someone regarding a testimony of mine, and they, you know, just to, like, let them know, like, you know, listen, I'm not coming to you because anybody told me anything or anything like that, but I know because I know how easily it is to slip into that point, that point of life. And I was, you know, just letting them know, like, look, you know, I was there. This is not a thing where, you know, I'm trying to judge you or anything like that, because that's the one thing that we do walk into church and say, oh, you can't judge me. You can judge. You can't judge me. Only God can judge me. Right. But what if he's coming to bring you to tell you before judgment comes that this is what you need to stop doing? And I, I specifically remember talking to a person and they were doing what I had just got out of. And I'm just like, yo, you don't want to be there. Like, right, this right. is an ugly place to be. Right. And it's just like, oh, so now yesterday you was doing this. And now you four M&Ms away from where I'm at. So right. now it's a, four M&Ms. Yeah, that's my, uh, that's, I like that word, four <laughs> M&Ms. But, you know, it's just like, you know, we, we have a tendency of not understanding the true voice of Yah. So when he sends people to talk to us about things, we kind of back off because it's the emotion, it's the anger, it's the fright of, oh my God, somebody knows, somebody told somebody. We spend so much time trying to figure out who told such and such about my business versus understanding, yeah, you love me enough to correct me in right. my crack right, right here. And the Bible even says, those whom he love, he, he chastens. chastens. Mm-hmm. That don't always mean the and good so, thing. And so, right. and um, <laughs> somebody said something that was re- really uh, profound. He says, "Rebuke and correction shouldn't be absent if compassion." If uh, yes. I think he was saying, if you know, compassion is there. The compassion element is what builds up. Yes, the love. Right. So I have a we question for you. Please forgive me if I say your name wrong. Um, the Mastro mm-hmm. Brister. I have a question. So. Can you expand a little more on what you mean by compassion? So what if um, someone says it with 
a tone of voice that could offend. You understand what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. there's compassion there and their compassion is just so overwhelming that their tone of voice is like so offensive. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Like your tone. Yeah. It's (laughs) like a, you know, like it has me like frightened, like, wow, but there's compassion. Like they love you so much. They're saying it in love to help you. However, their tone is wrong. Do you take that as like something that's hurtful that if their tone isn't right? Mm, I've gotten in trouble by, by y'all because he's told me to say something to someone the exact same way he told me to say it and I was like I don't want to talk to them like that you know I know I could be a little aggressive sometimes but this kind of person and he was like I said say it this exact way and I was just like I don't want to say it like that and I'm telling you I couldn't sit down my legs my back everything was hurting until I actually got up and went to this person and told them exactly what y'all told them to say in the exact manner because guess what we got to understand just like we get tired of our children and we get tired of whoever's you know getting on our nerves and all this other stuff y'all is not this oh lollipops and gumdrops God right we have to understand that after a while the warning becomes like I'm not playing with you anymore. Right. I've I've heard plenty of testimonies of people saying, This is literally your last chance. I'm mm-hmm. not playing with you anymore. Yeah. So the Lord's not gonna say, Okay, Dev, it's your last time. Right. Just get not, it together. Right. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, all right, so two folds of that, right? I I I often used to tell my wife, right, um, just to pick it back off what uh lady was saying, sometimes it's not what you say. It's how you say it's it. how you say it. Right. Um so, um, sometimes you can be so passionate for an individual that you do come off aggressive, right? That may not be necessarily your your, your point um, that you're trying to, you know, display. But I love you so much that I'm saying it this passionate, right? Um, my sister does that a lot, right? A lot of times what she's saying is, is on point. But her passion behind it turns a person off because I feel offended offended right by what you're saying because of how you're presenting it to me right. um however um two script two two or one scripture um i believe is um ezekiel uh 31 11 where the lord tells um uh ezekiel to cry loud spare not right mm-hmm. uh when you don't basically tell these people what they're dealing with not only are they going to die in their mess but you're going to be required because you did not speak when I told you to speak. Right. 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 Um, I already know that they're not going to listen to you, but at least you gave them the warning before their destruction came. Okay. We have to give the warning. However, Yah says, give the warning. Um, sometimes it's not going to be favorable. And I, I really resent the fact that people try to make it like, oh, God's so loving and he he is loving. But if he's our parent, name a time where your parent ain't said something to you. Uh, saw for three times, right? <laughs> and then by the fourth time, they about to wring your neck because you didn't take heed the first three times. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we have evidence throughout the Bible where Yah talked to Israel, his children, in soft voices at times. Right. But when they did not get their act together, he, he at points he was like, I'm about to kill y'all. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. Right. I'm going to kill y'all. If I can just find one. If I can just find one. You know, he even told Moses, you know what? I'm going to kill all of them right. and I'm make you a great nation. Right. How about that? Because <laughs> right. these fools don't want to listen. Right. But somehow along the line, we, we feel like, oh, did you, the Lord says, no, stop it. Um, He, he got a f- fiery voice. Okay. He's jealous. I ain't met one jealous person that ever come to you quite. Right. They always yelling. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. 
So I, I think we got to first get out the notion that because I come to you in a certain manner that I necessarily hate you or I'm trying to belittle you or I'm trying to harm That's you. Good. I'm not. Sometimes the, the Lord the Lord is telling me that is how I need to you know bring it to you because you may be a person who needs a stern talking to versus a person who needs to be talked to softly. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Some is how is some people respond differently in, in context. Right. Mm-hmm. You want to read it? Yes. So, uh, Demestro, sorry. <laughs> he said, it is my opinion that the act of correction, rebuking, requires training, not just the language. It is like a salesman. I can give you a sales script to read, but without proper sales training, you're not likely to achieve the goal. That right. is so good, that's sir. True. Like, that's re- thank that's you. Really good. That's really good. Well, that's not why it was so good, right? That's what the Bible is, right? The Bible is a training tool that we should follow as we go and talk to people. Mm-hmm. Yah was the perfect example. Even when he, even when the people came about the lady um, that was caught in adultery, he didn't go off. He just said, "Let he without sin." So sometimes it's our response too, right. as we just said. How do I? How am I going to respond to you? How am I going to correct you? He right. could have went off on her. He could have went off on all of them, but he knew the response that it needed in that at that specific time. Right. And, and sometimes that's what we got to understand. And, and I, I was just going to say, and that's the thing that really, really needs to be. Uh, what I want to say, I want to say, uh, like looked at or carefully uh, viewed mm-hmm. to the point, like. You have to know the people that you're dealing with, mm-hmm. because if if I'm if I can talk to Lady Johnson, right, and I know that she's in a place where I can talk to her with that compassion, like, listen, you better get it together, and like, this is not this is serious, mm-hmm. like, get your act together. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you can talk to her with that that <laughs> that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some people you can talk to with that right that growl, mm-hmm. and then there's others that. You still have to be stern, but you still have to, it, it has to be like more of a loving stern. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it, it really takes, you really have to know the people that you're dealing with, the people that you're talking to. Um, I wanted to say this. Some people say that they've been hurt in the church, but they really haven't. Mm-hmm. Why you say they haven't? Because... I say they haven't because they they just they just labeled it as church hurt because you corrected me on something I was doing wrong, and because I didn't want to come out, uh, I didn't want to stop doing my wrong. I labeled it as church hurt. So now I've been hurt in the church. You know, I don't know who to trust now. I don't know. You know, everybody want to talk about my business and and all of this stuff. So so now give me a scenario. Of church hurt. Let's dig deep about church hurt. All right. Because we're talking about okay. the correction. I, right. And what's the difference? And it's not really hurt. But now let's talk about some people really have been hurt. So let's talk about the hurt. Right. Here's a- Okay. Wait. Can I? I want to say something to what um, Pastor Mike said. So the thing is that the other thing is that we, um, we, we don't want to grow up spiritually. Sometimes we want to be baby, whereas though we want to play the victim right. with a lot of stuff. Right. Um, so in a lot of instances, we're the wrong ones, but I want to push it off on you so that I look better in a scenario or in a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I have 
I've been a, a part of a little bit of church hurt. So I, I can understand. And it wasn't necessarily that I was doing anything wrong that time. Right. Um, I may have probably just did something and I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. And then I got done with that. And I kind of, I think my church hurt was more so like a thing where I was doing something and I felt like, well, where's the Holy Spirit at? That where's the, you know what I mean? Where's the discernment that everybody's walking around saying that they have? How come you guys didn't know that I felt like I felt suicidal? How come you guys didn't know that I was coming to church every Sunday drinking? How come you guys didn't know that I was sitting in the pew basically drunk? You understand what I'm saying? Like, how is it that everybody's walking around with this, this Holy Spirit that has so much discernment, but nobody knows that I don't took four or five Tylenol PMs and I wanted to go. Right. Where, where was it? Where right. was the, you know right. what I mean? So it's just like sometimes my my church hurt is from the other side. It's not necessarily that someone has done something to me. My church hurt was most more than likely like, well, where, is, where are the prayer warriors? Where are the people that's supposed to till the ground? Where are the people that's supposed to help the people? Because if I'm the only one sitting here feeling like that, I doubt it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I doubt mm-hmm. I'm the only one sitting here feeling like this. Right. And especially if I realize that my life is not changing any, something's wrong. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how I felt about about it like you know i felt like there was something wrong here because i'm not moving i'm not going i'm not pushing i'm not something's wrong here i don't even feel like i want to even be here period Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i just felt like kind of like that was the that was the difference between my church and other things it's like knowing that everybody's walking around and we're bucking and we're shouting and we're doing all of this stuff and i don't feel anything i'm just sitting here right why are we why are we doing that like why you can't address where I'm at exactly and it's not necessarily that I want you to come over to me and say sister such and such I know you but no but I should at least feel some kind of guilt from coming in here you know what I mean like drinking and all that kind of I was doing my own thing ooh that's that's ooh ooh (laughs) that's so good because here's oh god here's the thing oh god watch them hands man of god here's the thing because she just said something that was really really good she said, I should feel some type of conviction or I should feel something, right? Mm-hmm. If we're doing all this bucking and shouting and, you know, screaming and speaking in tongues, right? So if you're literally saying, if you're telling me that his presence is here, you trying to tell me that his presence is not strong enough or does not have the power to reach me where I'm at? Mm-hmm. Can I be honest? Well, hold on. Here's the thing. A lot of churches is not feeling his power. There you go. Exactly. I'm about to say, and, and, and we're using... <laughs> We, but because it's become a cliche, right? The presence of the Lord is in here. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Right? No, it's not. No, the kids are playing just playing real good. Right? He playing real good. And <laughs> and um, you said this. You said this last Sabbath. Um, because I'm of a certain ethnicity, right? Ethnicity. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, I know when. I know when to he shout. Got, he got right? my spirit. I know when to shout, right? right? That's the right key right there. Uh-huh. I'm going to go in right there. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Oh, that's the right uh, key right there. I'm going to say hallelujah right here. Right. Oh, the Lord is in this place. No, he not. Because as soon as you leave out them doors, or matter of fact, while you still sit in the pew, you texting that boy, be like, I'm, I'm going to see you in a little bit, or that girl. I'm going to see you in a minute. Right. Why? Because the power of the Lord not there, right? So the church hurt comes from, I think, like she was saying, we got these leaders that are saying, oh, I discern, I discern, I discern. Did you discern that you needed to pick up the phone, as she said, to call me? Because I'm, you know, and where I think the church has gotten to the point where it's more about the finances, right? It's about the finances. Right. I don't care about your spirit. Right. And that's, and I believe that's, for me, I believe that's where a lot of the church hurt come from. Because I feel like 
I think a lot of people feel like you don't care about my soul. You care right. about what I can bring you. Right. And when right. I can't bring you nothing that's worth worth anything to you, I'm expendable. And I believe that's where a lot of normal church had me on my back. You understand what I'm saying? But if we're supposed to be a, a group of people who's lifting up the name of the Lord and walking together and you got this discernment, you should be able to discern that I, I want to commit suicide. Right. You should be able to discern that your member right. isn't coming and for now, a, a real reason. But, now, but here's the flip. Here's the flip to it. Because now the power of God can really be there. The power of God can really be there. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, um, if you're not open to receive and to accept, he's not going to just he's not going to just attack you because the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. Of course, I agree with that. So he's not going to just attack you. No, the Holy Spirit shouldn't attack you. Um, but I do believe that the Lord would let someone um, know. You understand what I'm saying? If I if I present it to you, you come to me and say, "Look, the Lord let, let show me that you're dealing with this." Right, but that's not all the time. It it may not be all the time. It's not all the time. It may not be all the time. Because <laughs> there is so some- okay. So let me ask you this: for so, for someone who may be dealing with that, right, right, and they really do want the deliverance, right. Now th- that's the difference. That's the difference when they really want the deliverance. That's okay. the difference because you can have somebody that that want to just waddle in it. I you know, agree with that. I've been hurt, so I want the whole world to know that I'm I'm hurt. So I'm going to just sit there. I'm going to show up to church. I'm not going to raise my hand. I'm not going to get in the service. I'm going to just sit there with the face like move me. Okay, I, I, so, I can see that. So th- there are there are all those instances where you know you have the person that I just want to just I'm just going to just be here, and then you have that person that listen I've been hurt, but I'm looking for a way out of this. I'm looking for a healing. So would you say that um, for the most part, um, we shouldn't be coming um, looking for the preacher or the pastor? No. To listen to what I'm saying, because if it's about my relationship, right, I'm not saying that the pastor doesn't have a, you know, a profound um, place. But if it's about my personal relationship, right. Can I really be hurt if I'm not initiating myself to find you know, and I'm delivered? I think some people come to church looking and basing their hope on the pastor. Right. And, and then that's, that's, when the pastor doesn't give them what they want, like you said, I'm hurt. Right. So now is that real hurt? You see what I'm saying? Because I'm placing my trust in man and I'm not placing it in God. In God, right. So man's going to fail me every time. Right. So really, is that real church hurt? So, and that's good because not all the time, and we should never come to church expecting the pastor to have the answer. I come to church expecting God to give me what I need. I don't come to church. Yes, I'm coming to church to hear what God has to say through my leader, through my leader. Right. But I'm coming to church to experience God. I'm coming to the temple. I'm coming to the temple to experience him. That's it. Agreed. And the healing and everything else comes from God. Now, God can use the leader or it don't even have to be the leader. God can use the usher to walk over to you and just say the right words that can break that thing right there. And and you could be set free. 
But that's Go ahead. I have a quick question. Sure. And this is something that has always like been this is something that's always been on my on my mind, you know, like how come we can always discern when somebody's about to get a car or a house or money and something like that, but we can't discern when they're going to come out of their situation? Because we're so quick to prophesy tangible, you know what I mean? And and I'm not saying that, you know, at times I didn't victimize myself. You know what I mean? I'm right, I'm completely right. honest with, you know, where I was at that point. So it's kind of like, yeah, I expected someone else to do something, but I really wanted to be better because I knew that there was something else. I've kept feeling like it has to be more than this. Right. It has to be more than just a routine coming in here and doing whatever. And then we saying our three amens and throwing water over our shoulders and keeping it moving. It has to be something more than this. Right. That's when, when you have people that's, you know, stuck, stuck to a program, stuck to a tradition, you know, they don't really give, you know, if, you know, God comes in, the Holy spirit comes in and, you know, he move, and you know you can feel that he's there, but all right, all right, come on, y'all, we gotta go, mm-hmm. you know, because we gotta, we gotta keep moving, you know, keep the service moving and stuff like that. When you have people that, you know, stick, stuck to time, mm-hmm. stuck mm-hmm. to a time frame. When I was growing up, we went to church at eleven a.m. Mm-hmm. Five o'clock, and we didn't get out <laughs> until five eight. o'clock. I about to say eight. But if it's second service, right? If it's right. second service, man, of God, we didn't get out until twelve. <laughs> no, we would be ten to five, like uh-huh. a whole job. So you know, we this gener we're, we're now stuck in you know people complaining. Oh, you in church too long? How, how like and, are you that busy that you don't want to give God time? And I think that's why I asked you that question. Like for me, I just sitting there is like. Is it really church hurt? Like I'm I'm not trying to take away anything from people and what they experienced in church, but I I just keep thinking like if I'm coming there with the mindset that man's going to do it for me, then I'm going to, I I'm going to be hurt and I'm going to label it church hurt. You, you understand what I'm saying? But if I'm if I'm going there with the mindset that it's just about me and me and Christ. Come with me. It's about whatever, you know, my relationship with him. Can I really be hurt? Because Peter, not uh, yeah, Peter wasn't hurt when the Lord said, get thee behind me, Satan. Was he hurt? No, he wasn't. He wasn't hurt, right? What's up? What, t- in today's church, I'm offended. What are you, why are you calling me Satan? So it's like, it, it comes to a point like, if, if I'm walking close enough with the Almighty, what the correction should not offend me. So is it my flesh that's being offended, or is it my you understand what I'm saying, or is it my spirit man being offended? Go ahead. So I have like three things to say. Okay. <laughs> so the first one, this is from an anonymous person. It may, it may. I, I believe this is in regards to what you were saying. It may. What. I'm assuming, okay, let me put my glasses on. That would, be, that would work. That would probably work. That would be the smart thing. Uh, man of God. All right, I'm sorry. It may be that your time to come out isn't discerned because it isn't your journey. Because it's your journey, God may not release the prophet to tell you the when. Right. 
um, but to encourage and strengthen you until you do come out. That was, you know, from someone. And I want to um, comment two scenarios that I saw on Facebook. One scenario um, I saw was like crazy. And I'm, I don't know if I'm going to mess this up a little bit because it was a long time ago what I saw. That the person was released or kicked out of the church because um, she wasn't paying something. Like she was like kicked out of the church because she wasn't paying something like, like or something like, like that. Boom, like, yeah, like, like she was actually sent like a letter saying that she had to leave or wasn't walking back. That's crazy. That's the one thing. And then the other thing I saw that somebody posted was, um, this is why I don't go to church now because how you the pastor and you turned my God brother out. That's church abuse. That's church right. abuse. Right. Right. That's not even hurt. That's a that's abuse. And and I, so that's what I'm saying. So but see, that's a difference uh, to me. All right. So I think it's levels, right? It's levels. If I correct you for you know, I, I see you going in the wrong way, right? And I say, Look, Pastor Mike, the Lord let me know. Or you know, or not even the Lord. I seen you blah 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 blah. I think that's gonna lead you down the wrong way. I experienced it, right? I'm I'm trying to keep you from making that mistake, right? Now, the the what she just said, what a lady just said, <laughs> would you find that in the church a lot these days, which is sick to me, people are molesting. You understand the children and abusing and money. abusing them. That is a that's now that is a church hurt because church is supposed to be a safe haven, you know, where I'm supposed to be able to come and find strength and comfort. But I de- I can't find it here because you find it. Never mind. Um. So I. So um, commenting on what Elder Watson was saying, I did have a um a friend in high school. Um, and we, I don't know, you know, a lot of people that were a part of the choir. We 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 just loved singing. So we just had encounters, and we had times where we were sitting around and we were singing, and you know, just experiencing. God in a better way and I just remember him getting up and telling me like like I'm being raped like I'm being molested I'm being hurt by this guy and you know he's supposed to be like a mentor to me and you know he's supposed to you know be a father figure to me and he literally makes me spend a night at his house he literally tells my mom that he's going to pay for school for me he's going to do this for me he and it's almost like it was a gimmick and he was like I just I get so angry because I'm like how is it that you know nobody believes me when I say this stuff because right. they believe in more of him right. and not of because what of, I'm trying to say you know what I mean because of who he is mm-hmm. you know what I mean so we hide behind these titles and we don't realize that okay it's okay to understand that you're dealing with things right. no I'm not the greatest no I'm not you know who I'm supposed to be or where I'm supposed to be yes we all struggle but it was so sad to see that this child just literally was like, I'm done with church. I can't do it. Right. Like my mom doesn't believe me. My dad doesn't believe me. His dad was in the army. So when it, his dad would come home, his dad would like beat him up right. because he would be telling him like, dad, like, you know, he's hurting me and he's doing this and he's doing that. And the dad would be like, oh, well, he's taking care of you while I'm not here. How would you, how would dare you say stuff like right. that? And it was right. just like, it was right. sad, you know, like there, I just felt ba- very bad for him. There are people that really do experience church, church hurt. hurt. Yeah. There are people that really, really do experience church hurt. I know of um, of a scenario where um, this pastor was, you know, looked like a complete angel. You know, Sunday morning, you know, 
hugging everybody, you know, but behind closed doors to the people that work with him. Like he was mean as a rattlesnake, like yelling at them, like, like you're like, you're my kids. Like people get scorned from that. No, I had, sorry. I I know. uh, (laughs) But see, but y'all were in a place where y'all could handle that. Yeah. Yeah, because I grew up in a church where, I, right, where and I love him, late bishop. He would yell in your face. <laughs> I mean, like, but he was so old school. It's like if you knew him, you knew he didn't mean any harm, but you knew he was serious and he didn't place different stuff. But that's how he was, and it was just right. like, dang, it was kind of messed up a little bit. Y'all, y'all, but we was, he had a flock of people that was able to take it. Right, right. Nobody, nobody talked against him. You know, who you don't talk to me that way, bishop. You know. They was in a place where they could accept his rebuke. Um, and then I think it becomes, mm. um, how do you know, right? Mm. Um, I'm, um, Pastor Mitchell has a comment here yes. that I want to read. Um, because like uh, Lady Johnson said, I, my my uh, original pastor, um, Rose um, Yancey, that's how she was, right? But when she said it to you, you wasn't offended. It was like, okay. I know why you're doing it. You you love me. You you see what I'm saying? And and I think in that era of the in that old school era, mm-hmm. most of the the mothers or the pastors that's how they talked, and nobody really took offense because they were really doing it in love. And our pastor uh, said, uh, "But does the church hurt, or does the people in church hurt you?" I and and I like that because we often say the church, the church, the church. Mm-hmm. It ain't the church. Right. The church is a building. It's the workers. It's the workers, right? Prudential didn't, you know, Prudential didn't do me wrong, you know, but the people that they employed, right, may have did something to me, right? And and I think that's the problem. We always want to blame it on the building, and and people take it out on the building or the leader or the leader, right? But it ain't always the pastor, right? Sometimes it's the like you said. It could be somebody as little as the usher, you know, or not, not little, not, not little. little. <laughs> not, I don't, I don't, hey, don't, I don't mean little like that. I'm just saying it's like, the, or, or just a, reg, a, a regular pew saint, right? Somebody that just comes. Somebody got to be regular. I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying. Because <laughs> everybody has a purpose. They do, but some people just come to sit there and spectate. Let's be honest. They don't want to, they don't want to um, involve themselves in the service or anything. They just want to come and sit. Right. right, right, but they want to be the main ones gossiping and spreading, you know. But it's the people; it's right. not the church. And I think we got to come out of the mindset that it's the church that's hurting me, and recognize that it's the people that are being allowed to allowing themselves to be used in a negative way. Right. So I want to read a comment real fast. It says the spirit. In operation always make the difference. And correction and love is different than abuse and manipulation. Right. That was good. That's real good. Absolutely. Uh I wanna I wanna put this out there. Put it out there. And I'm, I'm yes, I'm going. If you are not busy this Sabbath, please come to forty four thirty three. You better put a plug in. Frankfurt Avenue. Put your plug in, man. Again. Kingdom Life Worship Temple, where worship is life. They're going to be and busy I'm, Monday and God is Mother's Day week. Mother's Day week is Sunday. You can come Saturday. 
I'm saying that because the message that the Almighty gave me um, while I was sitting here earlier, um, I was studying and I was reading, and the message that he gave me to preach this Sabbath, it's it's so crazy, and it goes right with um, you know what we're talking about today and how people are abused and how people are you know uh, handled in church and stuff like that, and. All I'm gonna say is, if you're not busy, if you're not busy at twelve o'clock, twelve noon, yes, please come to forty-four thirty-three, Frankfurt Man. Avenue, Kingdom Life Worship Temple, because there definitely is a word in the building. God is definitely giving me a word. You better preach down, punk, for this Sabbath. Um, but you do have people that that deal with church hurt, right? And then you have people that are afraid of correction. And so because they're afraid of correction, they just label it as church hurt. And that's what I, that's what I wanted to say. Like, it's the correction. You know what I'm saying? Like, words that is coming that you know is right, but you don't like it because, like you said earlier, I just want to keep doing me. That Stop stop saying. Or oh, I don't want everybody. Or oh, I don't want everybody in my business. No. Oh, I'm the church. The <laughs> church hurt me. Uh, uh-uh. because like you said, there are real people who really somebody who's been. Like, I don't like God forbid. I want to know how I would you know as a parent if I found out a leader that I entrusted with my child did something to my you know to my child. I, I, you understand what I'm saying? That's 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 to me that's real church hurt. Your little oh my feelings hurt because you rebuked me because I was. Uh, uh, Cause there are, like I said, or somebody that's, like you said, somebody got kicked out because I'm not helping, you know. And I'm not saying that a person shouldn't pay, you know, you know, tithes or whatever. But you, even if I'm not, who made you ruler to say I'm not welcome Mm -hmm. in a place that's supposed to be about God? I'm not gonna comment. That's what you're going to do? Yeah, because okay. we got to agree wrap this up. <laughs> Minister Isaiah said, the overall problem is that people search for a man to put their trust in instead of searching for Yah himself in a real relationship. Right. So, which is definitely true. Right. It's That is so true. All in all. <laughs> right. We're getting ready to wrap this up. Um, I wanted to... Um, play a real quick commercial break and then we'll be right back. Yo, man, these wings are fantastic, man. These wings right here are the best in the world, man. I feel like your taste buds is lying to you, man. Man, you don't tell me. I'm telling you right now, you ain't had no wings until you had wings from Chef Rome. Chef Rome? Man, yeah. who is Chef Rome? Chef Rome, Rome in the kitchen. You ain't heard of Chef Rome? No, I ain't heard of no Chef Rome, man. I mean, anything you need, he can make it and he'll make it perfect. I promise you, all you got to do is reach out. It's real easy. How do I get in contact with him? I am so glad you guys asked. If you are looking for Rome in the kitchen, he can be found at telephone number 215-531-0390. Again, that's 215-531-0390. Email address theromanway at gmail.com. T-H-E-E-R-O-M-E-N-W-A-Y at gmail.com. If you're going to do it anyway, make sure it's the Roman way. 
All right, welcome back, everybody. Um, we're getting ready to close this out. Thank you to everyone that watched um, and that listened to us. Um, the overall thing that we really need to um, get down is discern whether the person is really dealing with, you know, a hurt and not just um, a rebel against correction. That's the thing that we really, really need to watch for, you know, and pray for, you know, to see if, you know, the person is really, really dealing with a hurt or is this a sloppy handling of the microphone? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, uh, that was church hurt right there. No, man. that wasn't church hurt. <laughs> I just put you out on blast. <laughs> but no, thank you all. Thank you all for listening. Um, thank you to Elder Watson. Thank you to the evangelist, prophetess, missionary. Um, for uh, for being with us on today, and to this beautiful, gorgeous girlfriend of mine, um, thank you, Lady J. Lady J is gonna be leaving us soon. Oh, um, I'm a little upset. She won't. She's not gonna be on the show. I mean, she's gonna still be here, but she's gonna be in. Um, she's doing her masters at Temple. Congratulations yeah, at, at Temple University. So. So she won't be on the show because she'll be in class. But it's okay. I'll cry later. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much, everyone who commented. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Join with us next week, uh, Tuesday at 8 o'clock. And don't forget to pass the mic with Pastor Mike. I love you all. Have a great, great night. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.